Good morning, everybody. It's April 3rd, 2019. It is a Wednesday. Um, more than that, it is not just any Wednesday. It's not just any April 3rd. It is the 25th anniversary of my sister, Heidi Allen's kidnapping. Um, I did an interview. I've done quite a few interviews over the past few weeks, and I interviewed... Um, I was interviewed by a gentleman at the Palladium Times, and I respected his honesty, his uncomfortableness, and I, I, I'm looking forward to reading his article, because I think it will be one of great integrity and love, if that's the right word. Um, you know, he said it was the first time he had done an interview like that, and I told him he was fine. And You know, not all interviews are terrible, not all interviews are fabulous, not all journalists are fabulous, not all journalists are terrible. You know what I mean? It's, I'm, I'm anticipating seeing his article because his heart was so pure, and he wanted to know about Heidi because... He said, he goes, I was like in kindergarten when she disappeared. He goes, so I honestly don't remember. And he goes, I'm so sorry. And I said, you have nothing to be sorry for. You were a baby. <laughs> he goes, well, I was in kindergarten. I said, ah, kindergartners are babies. And he just had such a good spirit about him. And, you know, he honestly wanted to know. And he asked some tough questions. He asked some great questions, that kind of thing. Um, so let's do our quote of the day. We'll do that next. And I really think the quote for April 3rd is very fitting. It, I don't know, it's, it's neat because nobody knew where this was going, right? You know, they didn't write their quotationary knowing I would be reading it on the podcast. So today's quote is from Victor Hugo. Quote, the future has several names. For the weak, W-E-A-K, it is impossible. For the faint-hearted, it is the unknown. For the thoughtful and the valiant, it is the ideal. End quote, Victor Hugo. The future has several names. For the weak, it is impossible. For the faint-hearted, it is unknown. For the thoughtful and valiant, it is ideal. Victor Hugo. I think that is, um, I don't know, I think it's fitting, you know, that that would be our quote for today on the podcast. And I've had more blogs up. I actually blog Tuesday. There's a blog going up at some point today on April 3rd. Um, I made a special video for today. It's been uploaded to YouTube, but it's still not showing up for me to um, include it on the podcast or on the blog. So I haven't posted the blog live yet. Um, there's a lot of other videos out there. Interesting. That's all I got for that. Um, <laughs> um, I will say that the only um, YouTube video for the 25th um, Remembrance of Heidi's Disappearance that the family had any part in 
is the one that I will be posting through my blog. It'll be available on YouTube. There are some other ones out there. I'm just going to put it out there. They're not done by the family um, or Heidi's friends. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Um, but today is a day to remember Heidi, the victim. Heidi was 18 when she was kidnapped from the local convenience store. She was working alone on Easter Sunday. She wasn't even supposed to be working. That's the kicker. It was supposed to be her day off, but she chose to work so that one of her co-workers could be home to watch her children get their Easter baskets. And then she was taking the ladder shift. And that was Heidi's heart others first and you know she knew how much it meant to her co-worker to be home with her family on Easter Sunday to be able to see her kids and Heidi had a heart for kids so it would only make sense that she would do that I'm pretty sure if she knew she would never come home that day she probably would have not gone to work but then believing in the Bible and believing in God Easier said than accepted, but things happen for a reason. And it's in the Bible that when God opens up the book and there's your name, he calls you home. Or, you know, his will be done. Maybe not in those necessary words, and I can't give you an address in the Bible, but it's there. Um, Why... She was only with us a short 18 years is beyond me. I I don't know. Um, The first anniversary that was super difficult was the 18th anniversary of Heidi's kidnapping because that was the day when I said she has been missing as long as she was in our life. And that was hard. That hit home. Um. Not that any year gets easier, you know, because some people say, oh, does it get easier? You know, the pain gets easier. Just like when I lost my mom, people said, oh, it gets easier. It does not get easier. It does not get easier. You just get into a new norm. So it's not that it's easier. It's not that it hurts any less. It's just that You know, you'll learn how to get up and get dressed and showered and go to work. You'll learn how doing different things to remember your loved one help you um, to put your feet on the floor and be a productive member of society. So it's not that it's gotten easier. And it's not that the pain is any less. It's that you've learned on this new journey how to live and my grandmother was always telling us live for the living especially me because I struggled for some time Um, didn't really care about living for the living I'll be honest with you I just wanted to wallow in pity and miss my sister my apologies I hope you didn't um, get my sneeze I tried to get stop the recording before I sneezed into it. I apologize if you got any residuals. The good news is um, there's no germs spread to you. 
the phone has now been disinfected and I am back at it. Um, so life's about choices and you know what, some days, some years, it's easier to put your feet on the floor and, you know, move forward. In other years, it's more challenging. That's, that's life. I think that's anything we do. You know, just like even if you have a job that you love, a career that you love, you still have days where you shake your head like, really? (laughs) You know, that's human. That's human nature. I apologize for the background noise. I am uh, getting my bag ready because the video I made last week, I hadn't uploaded it to Facebook because I wanted it to be on today's blog. Uploaded it this morning. It took an hour to upload, which I was not planning on. And it still hasn't shown up on Facebook, but I think they have to um, verify that it's legit or something, right? You know, that I didn't use somebody's music or that I really did make the video, I guess. So once that verification's done, it'll go live on YouTube and I will post it to the blog today. Um, but I'm telling you a little bit about Heidi and, you know, what you won't hear, um, you may hear it on the news because some people have interviewed and have wanted to talk about Heidi and not the case. And she was energetic. Any of her friends that you may meet or you run into will tell you that she had a contagious smile. That kid was always smiling. Um, so unlike me, I was a touch moody. Um, I'm a better adult today than I was when my sister disappeared. Um, I was opinionated. I had my, my thoughts. I was a different person. But that's what tragedy does. It makes us a different person. Um, My goal today is to do our podcast, spend some time with you, share Heidi, and not become a blubbering idiot. I don't think that's too bad of a goal to have for a day, not to be a blubbering idiot. Um... I am going to work today. It's exciting in itself. I was supposed to be doing test modifications today, but anybody that has watched the news or saw news online knows how that went yesterday, right? (laughs) State testing. To say it was a failure is an understatement from yesterday, correct? Epic failure, epic failure, but that's not what today's post is about. So let me tell you a little bit more about Heidi. In the spring of 1993, a year before Heidi's kidnapping, she was supposed to graduate from Bishop Cunningham Junior Senior High School. Um, Graduation did not happen. Well, the following year, she was set to graduate in 
1993, but in 1992, goodness gracious, 1992, the year prior to her graduation, so the spring of her junior year, um, Bishop Cunningham Junior Senior High School opted to close due to low enrollment, which, you know, now in 2019, we know there was other reasons they were closing, but that's a whole other podcast. Um, and Heidi had the choice, and, you know, most kids went back to public high school, to whatever school district they were from, but Heidi didn't want to do that. Um, she didn't want to get back with... She just felt that moving forward was a good choice, and so she applied for college a year early because that was an option because the school closed, which is probably an option to any juniors. And she took the college entrance exam and aced it. And so her senior year of high school was completed simultaneously while doing her freshman year of college at Onondaga Community College in Syracuse, New York. And she did that with honors while working full-time. Her sophomore slash senior year, because it was a two-year school of college, um, she was set to graduate in May of 1994. And sadly, she was kidnapped April 3rd and never was able to cross the stage. Um, Onondaga Community College actually presented my parents with Heidi's college diploma because they said even if she failed every single thing the last, you know, few weeks, few weeks of the semester she still would have passed and graduated with honors because that's the kind of kid she was and so she graduated high school and college she was a year ahead of her class per se but right on target with some of her best friends and she always was putting others first that's how she rolled that's who she was and It is a joy and an honor to put her first, especially on April 3rd, these past 25 years. I don't know. I hope you're uh, dealing with this scattered trip down memory lane, remembering Heidi. Um, This morning on my way to work, every year I stop at the Heidi Garden. There's a Heidi Remembrance Garden at the intersection of State Route 104's and 104B. And it was designed and built by our community as a place of hope and remembrance. And some years it's still under snow and on April 3rd. One year on April 3rd though, one of the roses bloomed and it ended up being a bleeding heart, which I didn't even know that was the type. And you know, how precious that was that a bleeding heart rose bloomed on April 3rd in upstate New York that's just unheard of Um, but this morning as I was there there is (laughs) no fresh green growth there's still snow um, ice and it's brown and dreary and you know in the life of being the family member of a missing child, a missing adult. Some days the dark days are dark and dreary and it's just hard to be able to see the light or have, you know, just to keep going because it just would be so much easier just to crawl into bed and stay there and not come out for the day. 
that life's not about easy and life isn't about darkness. We gotta find the light. So this morning I put six bouquets of flowers, one on each of the five points of the Heidi Remembrance Garden and one in the center. And then tied to the bloom is the bloom, oh my gosh. Tied to the beam are balloons. Yeah, I merged my words together. Um, and, you know, one says thinking of you. And then there's two smiley faces. Because my friend Pat, um, she shared this with me. When they have their family reunion, there's a smiley face balloon for the loved ones that can't be there. And so there's always been one smiley face balloon for Heidi because she's not with us anymore and this since my mom's passing there's been two one for my mom and one for Heidi because they're together and you know I know where my mom is and my mom knows where Heidi is so that has to bring peace and so in the midst of the dark and the dreary and the mud at the Heidi Remembrance Garden there is hope there's Easter lilies at each of the five points. There's orange flowers, like the orange ribbons that so many people still wear. There's sun shining, streaming through the clouds today. It might be cold, it might be dark, it might be dreary, but the sun is shining. The sun is breaking through the clouds. And the light always wins. Always. God already overcame the world. I don't know why God allowed my sister to be kidnapped. I don't know why God allows any child to be harmed. But it's not for me to wonder and judge. Because I've done wrong. You know, I, I have to believe that, you know, God loves the children. And greater things happen. Um, so we can miss our loved ones. And we don't know why terrible things happen to kids when they're so young. In 18, you're still a kid. And I don't care if you're 30, you're still somebody's kid. I don't know why tragedies happen. I don't know why people are kidnapped. I, I don't get it. I'm not gonna talk to you on this podcast and tell you I know the answers why, but I know without a shadow of a doubt that one day when God calls me home, when his book opens up and it says Lisa Busky. I'm going to have those answers. And then there's that part of me that is joyful. Because when he calls me home, I'm not sure I'm going to have those questions anymore. Because when God calls us home through our relationship with him, we go to heaven where it's a perfect peace. We don't have hurts. We don't have pain. It's going to be a reunion. So as the clouds, you know, fight to let the sun through this morning, but the sun is just streaming and you can see the beams, you know, it's a picture that only God can paint. And I don't care how great the painter or how great the photographer, nobody can ever really capture what you can see in a sunrise or a sunset with your own eyes. So today, April 3rd, 2019, 25 years we'd ever still be looking for Heidi 25 years later I thought it was a mistake on day one 
Um, but here we are, 25 years later, feet on the floor, moving forward. Never, ever give up hope. As long as I have breath in my lungs, I will advocate for my sister. I will keep her name alive. And I will keep reminding people that are missing, are missing, and they need to be found. They need to come home. Through the Ride for Missing Children, they raise awareness. They raise funds for posters. They educate children to prevent other kids from having terribleness happen. I don't know what your journey is today or where you are, but hug your loved ones. Hold them close. We don't know what a minute from now, five minutes from now, a day from now will hold. Yet we do know who holds tomorrow. God holds tomorrow and God will hold you. I pray you have that relationship with him and that you know God's wrapping his loving arms around you every single day. And if you're listening and you've lost a child, I'm so sorry. If you've lost your brother or your sister, I'm sorry. With a heartfelt love and condolences, I will pray for you. Lord, be with those listening today. Touch their hearts. Heal their hearts. Fill them with joy and wrap your loving arms around them. May they know that they are loved. And when our loved ones are called home too soon, may we not question why, but may we be a catalyst to let others know that there is still hope in the midst of darkness and that you overcame the world and that the light won. In your name we pray, amen. Thank you, everyone. And to my sister Heidi, I love you. Have a great day. This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real. Maybe too real today. (laughs) Have a great day, everybody.